check, nigga. So where's my fucking neck, man? Y'all niggas better listen up. It's like that. Out so here's a white cop. Check, nigga. Shoot. So 12 neck, black man? folks dead. Y'all niggas better listen up. You think you gonna prosecute them? It's like that out With here. them ignorant white folks that got to vote for you Check, every four nigga. years and you buying a house or send your children to college, you got to pay insurance. You can't change that till you understand that and change that. How many black folks go to job? That's dangerous, but they can't stop. It's like that out here, man. They can't stop. They got to keep going. Now, how do you make a cop change? It's like that Simple. You pass legislation and say every cop have to be insured. So we take out power. Everybody carry a gun. Have to be insured. It's like that out here, man. The first time you violate that. You lose your license. If you're a cab driver, you can't drive. You can't be. I got a license. Now, do you hate niggas more than you like feeding your family? Then your behavior changes. Hmm? Make you like me. Make you have to be careful about the people you do like. Hmm? And every cop, they choose to go to school for free. For you got to give them something. Net, that they can't afford to lose. It's that simple. It's like that you drive down the street, you get five moving tickets, Check you lose your license. That's what makes you stop it. That's not that. But but they don't. The system doesn't it's want to like punish cops. I didn't say that. I didn't ask you the question. I didn't say did they. I said here's how you do it. You telling me they don't want? It's like that. I said. Give them something to lose. Do you hate me, motherfucker, more than you love your children? Huh? You got to take it to another level. Huh? Full money, slow money, go money, show money till it's no money. Welcome to the Beasy Podcast. Uh, this is Zay. I am sitting here with Brittany. And, and I love Dick Gregory. Yeah, we both love Dick Gregory. Uh, if you didn't know, that is the words of the late Dick Gregory. Uh, every now and then, I catch myself always listening to like old interviews. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah, like he's not only is he funny. But uh, he says very uh, potent things sometimes. And I think mm-hmm. uh, that audio that I came across this past week was just uh, very timely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, how are you? Chilling. How are you? I'm doing all right. As best as we can, huh? 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 <laughs> I, mean, I just got back in town today, so I'm surprised that I'm even like <laughs> here recording. Yeah, yeah. I went to Virginia uh friday i just came back this morning it is sunday and uh i also have my voice thank god because i had a great time with my family and jeanette my childhood friend it's good net net and net yeah nah that's good that's good you kind of got away and got to enjoy some time with the family yeah i haven't seen them in 
forever how was your weekend uh, it was good i didn't do much of anything mm-hmm. i actually stayed pretty much in the house on friday yeah and chilled yesterday i was watching basketball basketball is back on mm. we'll get into that mm-hmm. <clears throat> um yeah I, I don't oh of course we uh got the tragic news that um chadwick bozeman t'challa black panther the black panther uh passed away yes which is a really big blow yeah for real with the way that things Mm -hmm. are just the way 2020's been it's like people always pass you know there's always celebrity deaths but i feel like he's another person where it's just like so not I mean, yeah, unexpected because we didn't know that he had cancer, mm. but just such a good person, such a giving person, you know what I mean? An inspirational person. Yeah. So just kind of like the same as Kobe, you know, it's just like another, I mean, they're both in their 40s, early 40s. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just kind of like, God, man, just very unexpected and uh, just so unfortunate. And you know, it's just really tragic. Yeah. I mean, you can tell just how much he was loved, not only by the people that knew him, but like just how many people have affected him. How, <clears throat> excuse me, how many people he's affected just mm-hmm. with uh, him being the way he was. He just seemed like a person that walks into the room and smile is kind of infectious. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we, we don't even have to go in how big of an impact Black Panther itself had, especially mm-hmm. on the children. I'm seeing posts and stuff of the kids lining up all their toys and doing the Wakanda mm-hmm. X and stuff like that. So, yeah, um, yeah I mean life is short man it also puts yeah. perspective that um you never know what people are going through mm-hmm. you never know what's going on um we saw the pictures that came out and he was looking really thin the first thing i said was damn i hope he's all right i thought it was for a role or something I was yeah just like, hey, a lot of people felt on. that way mm-hmm. but whenever i see drastic weight loss i mean my father had to have surgery and stuff so i know when the weight goes down what it could mean so I never assume mm-hmm. of what it could be. I just hope everything is all right. So, yeah, you never know what people are going through. Mm-hmm. And um, people, some people choose to fight their battles quietly. I mean, I think I'd rather as well. Yeah, I think so too. Especially in the spotlight like that. But that just shows his strength. Like, he was you know, you saw movies. him movies and visiting other terminal, you know, terminally ill children. Yeah. It's just gosh just the fact that yeah, i think that's just what's more everybody's just like oh my gosh like you and you were doing all that stuff while yeah. battling your own you know uh diagnosis it's just really sad yeah really sad um mm-hmm. also rest in peace to uh former portland trailblazer forward clifford robinson mm-hmm. um might be showing my age with this but uh i remember watching him play and uh, i don't know how he passed but that mm-hmm. came that news came yesterday morning as well. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like, you know, back to back. Right. Uh, just a person that you don't even think of, but you remember him, you know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Prayers to the families and loved ones. Oh, who's the third one? I say they come in threes. Uh, <clears throat> I can't. I don't think we lost the Black Mama and Black Panther. No, you know, year. like, I mean, like oh, the back to back. Somebody else passed not. in the NBA as well. Maybe not. It was like an older gentleman. I don't know his name. I apologize for butchering mm-hmm. that. Uh, yeah. So we have another incident. Um, uh, we 
this Jacob Blake incident. Mm. Um, the one thing I'm happy about is that the video didn't go viral, like videos of the past. I mean, you can see it. It's still viral. Still viral. You can see it, but it just wasn't flooding my timeline. I've seen more people saying stop posting the video mm-hmm. than actually posting the video. But um, that's the thing. Like we said before, though, like it's hard because it's like you do need to see it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, to get the proper reaction. You know. Unfortunately. Yeah. I had some time to think on this one. And um, I think the nuance of this one is that he survived. You know, a lot of times these situations, almost every time these situations happen, the person isn't here anymore. So it's a blessing mm-hmm. that he's still alive, horrible that he's paralyzed. But I think that it might hit a little different when the victim can actually speak for themselves. When the person that wasn't supposed to be here, seven shots in the back. Could actually, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, they still had him. Uh, allegedly, they still had him ch- uh, handcuffed to the hospital bed. Yeah, you know, he's fucking paralyzed. Now they're saying that they took the handcuffs off. I mean, there's been other instances where people have been shot by the cops and spoke out about it. It wasn't on video though. Like the whole world didn't see yeah. it. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying it wasn't getting this type of attention. Um, so I mean, yeah, we'll see. It's just, it's just, just draining. It's very draining. You know what the wild part about this, and also I had time to think about this too. I was talking to my mother. Talk to your parents sometimes. They give you good information. <laughs> but um, the crazy part about this is that even in the best case scenario where all the police officers involved, they lose their job, they lose their freedom, they're, they're prosecuted to the full extent of the law, mm-hmm. um, a majority of black people are going to look at that as a victory. Like mm-hmm. we're getting somewhere and that's kind of so disheartening to me because it's mm-hmm. like we've talked about, you know, the symbolic victories and stuff like that. And I wouldn't classify mm-hmm. this one as symbolic if it goes that route. But it's we've kind of always been trained to accept like a poetic type of justice. Oh, he's mm-hmm. going to go to jail. And trust me, he's going to have a hard time in jail. Well, it's just like, no, it's not a victory. It's what should be expected. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not asking anyone to do any more than prosecute to the full extent of the law. Right. right. So to sit up here and act like that a conviction is something that should be celebrated. It should be a no fucking brainer. Well, yeah, but like, like just kind of going off that, like I saw a post on Twitter, Jacob Blake's sister. Um, I don't know. Oh, she was at that march at Washington, D.C. that happened over the weekend. Mm -hmm. And she was saying, Black America, I hold you accountable. You must stand. You must fight. Not with violence and chaos, but with self-love. Why the fuck are we being held accountable for what happened (laughs) to your brother? Hmm. Fuck you talking about? That makes no sense. Why are you chastising us? But why? why, It's that bullshit. What what What? was her reason? And what's the context of that? Did you did Just in general with everything going on. That's weird. What? You know, I don't want to judge too much. I don't think I think I don't think she meant it that way. Mm-hmm. But it, this ain't time. That's not the time. In the yeah, place and right it's also now. somebody that's grieving. So I don't want to 
speculate what that could mean. It didn't come off right, but I mean, I, I don't know. You're just saying in general, just like we have to just love each other and ourselves better. Mm. But what's that got to do with the way that these white people are looking at us and treating mm. us? You know, no matter how much we love ourselves and show that we are equal, whatever, you know, people are going to have their own ideas. So that has nothing to do with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of like what uh, at the top, what Dick Gregory was saying. It's not about making people love you. It's mm-hmm. holding people accountable and finding ways yeah. in which we can hold people accountable. Hold us accountable. Um, mm-hmm. We can love ourselves all we want, but if we're not safe in our own communities, that really has nothing to do mm-hmm. with anything that's going on um back to what i was about to say what i was saying before when i was talking to my mother we were i was talking about that point that we've kind of been trained to accept poetic justice she also gave me the flip was just like yo like when you're so accustomed to the the poetic type justice the the symbolic stuff it's not just because you're enamored with it it's because the smallest victory is so appreciated because you don't get many other victories elsewhere mm-hmm. you know i mean and that's kind of like i can understand that 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 kind of makes sense mm-hmm. you know um we don't have a lot of wiggle room we don't expect much from this country no <laughs> no not at all uh did you have anything else i i don't know how this that's going to turn out um i'm hoping I mean, they raised uh, it's what two hundred and forty thousand dollars for that kid, Kyle Rittenhouse. This what Christian. the Kenosha, Kenosha yeah. shooter kid, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, some Christian crowdfunding site has raised two hundred and fifty thousand. Now, wow! I just, <laughs> I swear, yeah, I yeah. was like when I looked at it earlier, they've already raised more money since I looked at it about twenty five minutes ago. Mm. Wow, there's donations coming in every few minutes. I'm scrolling down now, and they're just like, yeah, we, we stand up for you. Yeah, thank you for your service. He's a fucking child. For your service. I hope this 17-year-old's bravery sparks a new American revolution that helps to end the tyranny we're facing right now from people who only wish to destroy our beautiful country. Oh, shut up fuck up yeah don't even go down that that's just going <laughs> you're gonna go a down the patriot hole. defender of a communist free united states you probably saved that guy's poor daughter from a lifetime of sexual abuse what what the fuck all right so there was about? a state there was something that came out that said one of the guys that i did briefly see this that one of the mm-hmm. guys he supposedly killed was a sexual mm-hmm. Sec- was charged a sexual assault or something like that i don't know if that's true i don't know if that's mm-hmm. legitimate who knows i can't verify that mm-hmm. I, um yeah that shit is crazy and you know i speak to certain people and you hear you hear uh oh we need to get all the all the, all the facts or we need to see the entire video this that and the third what are you looking at you just read something else. <laughs> just so many comments. We all need to do more to combat these terrorist organizations like BLM and Antifa who are determined to take our way of life from us. Mm. What is your way of life? Shooting a man in the back seven times in front of his child or his children. Sorry, his children. That's your way of life? Because that's, that's how this all started. So you don't want people to protest that. Leave that at that. That's fine. Mm-hmm. 
that's your way of life that needs to be protected. You can do that to people. Okay. Fucking madness. I'm the first, yeah, that. the first wrong in that whole situation is a 17 year old with an AR-15 that's not old enough to operate an AR-15 leaving his house and driving across state lines. Oh, his mother drove it. him. She should be held accountable as well. That's what they're talking yeah. about. But like, even if they didn't know his age, you know what I'm saying? And they said it's open carry state, whatever, whatever. The cops should have still been watching him. You know what I'm saying? If anything, mm. at the very least, you know what I mean? They should have been paying very close attention to him to not disturb his his rights, mm. you know, him being able to open carry. But they definitely should have been on his ass, at least a few officers or something. You know what I mean? Monitoring him. I know that. I mean, we saw the video. They were high fiving him and giving him water. That's fucking nuts. Before it happened. Now, um, let me just put this in perspective, yo. And even still, they said somebody ran. I'm sorry. They said somebody ran up and hit him. So what? Fight back. Like, that doesn't give him a right to kill someone because he got hit. You're walking around with a fucking machine gun. He shouldn't even have, like, like even before that situation could happen, he shouldn't even have the gun. He's not old enough to carry right. the you gun. You know, people are, like, defending it. Well, he got attacked. Okay. Not with a gun. This shit ridiculous. But what I was going to say before, like, let me put that in perspective. You know, they, the police are throwing out water and giving them water and stuff. And, and, and Michigan still don't got clean water. No, no. Flint still don't got clean water. Like, this, this is the type of shit that we're talking about. That's just blatant hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. I mean, they ran. They passed him. They heard, they heard gunfire. They responded. The police, I'm talking them. They they came, they passed him, he put his hands up and they and they didn't apprehend him immediately. Mm. We don't have that type of leeway. Apparently mm. we could not be armed at all. We could by all means have a firearm be be pulled over, have a firearm, say we have a lawful firearm, and still be shot. Mm-hmm. So at this point, if you don't understand the frustration, I don't know what else has to happen. If you can't see the different ways suspects or whatever are apprehended, depending on, I, I, I don't, I don't, depending on who it is, I don't know what else, what else do you have to see? I remember video footage used to be everything. I remember you got caught on video. It was, it was, no, that's close case. <laughs> You're on candid camera. Right? Close case. <laughs> like now it's, well, we have to wait until the facts. We have to wait until more of a narrative comes out. Um, um, well, we don't know if that's exactly true. And every time the Kenosha, uh, what's it called? Sergeant Chief talks, he mm-hmm. puts his fucking foot in his mouth. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I saw some shit. I sent you some shit earlier this week. I saw another mm-hmm. thing before we recorded where he was saying, he he was saying he never saw the actual video of mm-hmm. of uh Jacob Blake's shooting. And it was a bullface lie. Mm-hmm. Because he watched the video shortly after and there's video of him watching said video. How's <laughs> <laughs> there video of him watching the video? Uh, I never saw it in my life. I never saw it. Never saw it. That wasn't me. So uh, I don't have, I, I'm just going to wait like everybody else to see how it plays out. Pretty much. See how it plays out. That's all we can do. And we can just hope that. I mean, know. it's just another instance, you know, where we're just like, what the fuck? Um, 
And, you know, it didn't cause a complete, I mean, it did cause a complete meltdown in Wisconsin, you know, with the rioting and everything and protesting as it should. Mm. Um, but it didn't, it didn't spread out throughout the um, city because, you know, we didn't have people starting to break shit. <laughs> to get it popping you know those um those infiltrators mm. um but i will say in my neighborhood my job did get hit there was this group of kids so it was like tuesday night uh my job's windows got busted out really? front door got yeah you got busted out um i know i didn't tell you about it um because i was just fucking irritated um so everything got busted out they stole nothing now my job work at a leasing office right in the front if you would have, like, the windows they broke were the part where you have to get, like, buzzed in. But if they would have broke the window further down at the end of the building, they would have had direct access into the office. Because there's mm. no, you know what I mean? It's, like, behind the door where you get buzzed in. And that's where we keep all the residents' packages, um, you know. And then we have, just basically, you could have got access. They didn't break that part. So, I instantly knew they weren't black. <laughs> <laughs> You think I'm we're, sorry. If we're gonna break some shit, that. we're gonna don't take some. That. I'm just no, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, if you're gonna bust up some shit, why wouldn't you take something as well? There's packages right there. Um, so I'm like, shit. Like, I'm thinking my computer's gone. Whatever. Mm. I mean, it's not like it's my shit. Well, I'm thinking know. if it's a, you know if they can read that it's a leasing office. Like, who's thinking that's a big come up? Without but you can no. But I'm just saying. But I'm just saying. You literally see two big ass racks full of packages. It's right there. Like, everybody could see it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, but I'm just saying, you know what I mean? If it was an actual, like, robbery. Yeah. You know, because at first, we, nobody knew what happened. Or wondering, oh, is this don't happening? Don't call what? <laughs> don't fucking call, call people nerds, though. But, you know, there was, like, people, of course, you're speculating because everything with Kenosha, you know, oh, um, you think it's with everything going on? And I'm like, well, what's going on? Like, it's nothing going on here in Philly. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not as, you know, black people, we're not just going to walk around fucking up rioting, even though we probably should. We're not just going to walk around rioting and fucking up shit for no reason. Mm -hmm. So it's not the same. Because, you know, like, a lot of the people are still acting like what happened back in May and June. It's still, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's still going on. Mm -hmm. Like, I went to go freaking uh, rent a car this weekend to go out of town, and the guy was trying to get me to buy their insurance, and I'm like, no, I'm good. You know, with all the riots going on and everything, where? Where are the fucking riots? Stop saying that. Mm. Where? Stop. It was a few fucking days. Cut it out. Shit's annoying. Um, so, you know what I mean? It's like, you're so out of touch. Like, where is that going on? It's literally not going on anymore in the city. Stop. So, um, you know, they're just like, you know, with everything going on, you know, wondering, did something happen in your neighborhood? And I'm like, no, nothing's going on. Like, this is a completely unrelated instance, I believe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So then it turned out that the rest of, this is in University City. A few other businesses got hit. Penn Dental School got hit. Um, just random businesses. They just walked around just fucking up shit. Then turns out the next day that on camera is a group of 40 fucking white kids walking around with baseball bats and shit. Just fucking up shit. Talking about, um, you know, um these people with all this money and that was their statement because they had like a facebook group or something and you know they, they wanted to uh, you know walk around and mess up all the businesses and this was also in support of kenosha see that's the problem i said and that's that bullshit that's what i was me. talking about at work i said and that's that bullshit because guess who gets blamed for that stuff mm -hmm. i said we do i said nothing that they did right there helped the movement 
they're going right back to their homes. They're not doing anything. Are you guys going to donate? Are you going to help get some of those people? I'm sure they got arrested out of jail. You know, you're going to donate to those families of the, the kids that were killed or those young adults that were killed. You know what I'm saying? Or that person mm. whose arm got fucking blown off. You're going to go help uh, donate to that. Like you're not helping the cause when you're sitting here in University City basically just smashing in windows to all these businesses that have plenty of money to fix it. Like I went to this pizza shop and their ATM got smashed. They ain't still no money. So I said, I said, honestly, I said, I'm not trying to shade my people, but that's how you know it wasn't black people. <laughs> we would have stole some shit at least. Like, you know, it's like, might as well. Why are you going to walk around hitting the We don't need your help. So you know, you want to know the crazy part about it? We had just talked about um all the money that was raised for the, the shooter in Kenosha. Who the fuck say a cab? Like black people don't. I'm sorry. Because they were spray painting a cab all over the place. I uh, went around the neighborhood and I saw it. And I'm like, we don't even be saying it. But um, what's crazy is that they raised all that money for that boy. Mm-hmm. You know, and now we're asking the people that are running around breaking shit in the name of you know, Black Lives Matter or, or the stuff that's going on in Kenosha, how much money you donate? Because they look organized over there. <laughs> They've already raised $250,000 for this dude's bail. I mean, because it's like, you know, they're just like, you know, consumerism and all that. So, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Some of them may have had good intentions, you know, because they're like, they're angry. You know what I mean? That the stuff keeps happening and stuff. So I think that they assume that that's how we want to take out our anger. Mm. But that's not it. You no, know just what ask I mean? us seriously because it's not it's not because you know they saw what happened or whatever but that was just a boiling point you know what i mean it's just Mm. like honestly we see this shit so much we see it so much and i mean it did it did you know it it is a little triggering still you know what i'm saying but we all i don't feel like we all even have the energy to keep on you know what i'm saying like protesting on every instance that happens you know like this one definitely i feel like slowed a lot of a lot of us down you know what i'm saying and it, mm. we did i think i feel like a lot of us did pretty just pretty much just like internalize it you know what i mean um but you see like you know with the nba and you know them taking a break i would mm-hmm. say i guess and uh nhl they canceled some games and then like in tennis they had canceled some games everybody did take a pause again um but it's, it just sucks that these types of things have to keep happening mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For it to be like, oh, like really, really get some awareness. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, yeah, I don't think I know we talk about it, but I don't know if like the average person that might not be as consumed with these incidences as, as the people that feel connected to them by race. Um, just to carry on about your everyday business. As if there's nothing wrong. To have to go to work and still perform as if you know you might be internalizing all the shit that's going on i i I don't think it's stated enough that shit is annoying this one kind of hit me hard because it was just like you know i was sitting at my desk at work one day and was Mm -hmm. just like hey yo this is fucked up Mm -hmm. that is seven times in the back in front of his children in front of his children and now that i mean thank god he's alive but he's freaking paralyzed and now he's paralyzed Hey, Isaiah, uh, can you send me that email? <laughs> oh, snap back into it. Type, type, type. Yeah, because it's like type, over type, and type. over again we see this and it's just like that's us. Mm-hmm. You know, we're th- that's our people. And it's like it could be us. Yeah. 
and we had to just you know swallow it and <laughs> keep on moving yeah um yeah i was in a really bad mood that day that the windows got busted in just because it was just like irking is a little triggering because it's just like it's not fucking us like we didn't <laughs> fucking do that <laughs> like god damn it and i know that's what everybody was thinking you know mm-hmm. i'm sure the whole neighborhood thought that and that's why i was just getting so upset and that's why i was so glad though that they did release the footage of all those kids yeah. just busting up shit and i'm just like yo it's just corny like because mm-hmm. it's like people want to minimalize the movement down to that so badly that's why like you always see like with the whole Republican convention, I didn't watch. I haven't watched no Democratic or Republican conventions. But, um, you know, that's all they keep saying, you know, just protecting our protecting our freedoms and from the looters. And who's fucking looting still? Like, stop it. God damn. Yeah, I mean, when, you, when you're playing the politic game, it doesn't matter if it's actually happening or not. It just matters of who's saying it and who's applauding. Yeah, like the poli- that's not even like only the politic game, though. It's yeah. just like in general, you know, they're just going to be saying that shit. Yeah. Just to justify to preserve their way of life. <laughs> I bet you would want to preserve a way of life. Yeah. Um. We we briefly we touched on it. Um. The NBA players sitting out, um, or boycotting the playoffs for that one game. Something tells me that this might have been discussed before this incident. The 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 players coalition, whoever organizes that, you know, they talk about a lot of it. They talk about a lot of the stuff that they need to do and how they want to be more involved. I, I I would be hesitant to believe that they've never discussed a lockout type of stuff situation or, or at what point does it have to get to for us to say, hey, we're not playing today. Mm. Um. And I was just thinking, you know, before having to go into the bubble and all that, a a boycott would affect so many people because now we're talking arena. You know, we're talking the staff at the arena, this, that and the third and the backlash, the potential backlash for the people that wouldn't get paid like, you know, the everyday worker at the arena because the players decided not to play. Maybe that's why they wouldn't have pulled the trigger outside of the bubble. I'm just shooting they don't, shit. They don't have. I know, but I'm just like, yeah, because they don't have enough money to cover those employees' yeah, expenses. Yeah. You know, because they're hurting. They're hurting. Yeah. So I'm thinking, like, you know, I'm like, saying that sarcastically, people. <laughs> anyone who didn't catch on to that sarcasm. Um. Hmm. I don't even know where I was. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no problem. You were just saying that it would, you know possibly hurt you know workers and stuff if they were to not play mm. so I'm, I'm thinking the bubble might have been a good platform to kind of pull that even though symbolic um i think it kind of sends the message it, it sent some sort of message what do you think you don't think uh, it, you know i think it didn't you, um, don't, you don't think it did you think they just should shut the whole shit down huh because it's not really sending a message it's just like any of us you know just like another post online mm-hmm. she's like bring awareness but it's not really affecting anyone's time you're still going to see them play mm-hmm. so nah, even if it wasn't the bubble i'm saying so right so what'd you, what were you missing nothing um you know even if they weren't in the bubble and people were to come and just be like damn i can't watch them play maybe i should think why can't i watch them play maybe i should start paying attention to this 
Oh, it's theory. I don't know. But, you know, I don't really want to get into it because mm. I feel like me and you were arguing about this the other day and I don't want to start well, It wasn't really an argument. It was a, it that was, I, it was a fucking was argument a for me. It that was, was an argument oh, for you me, goddammit. I was arguing. <laughs> <laughs> I was arguing. Yeah, see, that's the problem with text messages. I'm all like, hmm, interesting. Yeah, I know, because that's what you do. Yeah, you're like, hmm, let's have this creative dialogue and i'm like no fuck that <laughs> why are you asking me so many questions isaiah but that's the thing you be questions. no but you do that just to like just pick with me but i'm just like you're you're just constantly disagreeing with me well no i i want someone i know to, i know what you're doing poke you're, the flaws in my uh, in what i'm thinking i want somebody to I'm challenge just my getting thoughts mad <laughs> <laughs> well i didn't mean to upset you i didn't know that we were Whatever, texting you always upset we never know me. yeah um yeah. one of the counters to to an actual boycott where they extend it is that um you know they were using this platform to you know do the shirts they were using this platform to bring awareness they were using their post-game pre-game interviews to say brianna taylor to say jacob blake or whatever the case may be and you lose that if you're not playing okay but what does it do Ooh, say keep saying her name is it, are, are they arrested no these right. people are still making money off of these these niggas playing i'm gonna say it because you know that's what they yeah niggas keep playing <laughs> they still making their money off of them play they don't care if you talk about brianna taylor they don't care all right so they don't care these people that are in these cities with these sports teams they all connected you know people with the money you know they all connected mm. at the very top so if it's like, damn, everybody gonna be looking at your city, like, well, yep, yeah, you know, your 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 officers, you know, killed that woman, and they still ain't been held accountable. Now it's fucking with my pockets because now my players are, you know, protesting. Y'all need to do something because now it's affecting my fucking money. It nobody's money's being affected right now. So I'm just saying, talking is nice. But at the end of the day, they don't give a shit about us talking if it ain't affecting their money. Well, they did release some. I'm just saying. I'm not saying to counter what you're saying. I agree okay, with what you're saying. I know. I know. They did release uh, some of the things that they were going to do. And it was more of kind of the same stuff we've heard before. But they're changing the arenas into voting centers so people have more access to voting. Um what else did they say they were doing i did hear lebron say he wanted to see owners become more involved in these matters <laughs> so right. how you make them involved i don't know exactly. but uh you know wishful thinking but i also did hear a quick story while i was watching the game earlier mm -hmm. um jalen brown he plays for the boston celtics mm -hmm. um when some of the protests uh started happening he drove from boston to his hometown of i think he lives in georgia to participate in the peaceful protest and they said when the players met uh during this boycott this 24-hour boycott um he said he said something he's like okay if we boycott the rest of this season what are y'all going to do are y'all just gonna go home and chill mm -hmm. because if y'all just gonna go home and chill then we need to continue playing and keep using this platform to voice. If y'all going to go home and actually do some work and put in some, some ground level work, then you can entertain a boycott. But if you're just going to stop playing for the sake of stop playing and then not do any work after he was, like, I kind of can't get behind that. Kind of makes sense. It does. But at the same time, it don't. 
Why is that? Because that's still doing something. Even if they stop, if they just boycott and don't play at all, that's a major step for some people. Mm-hmm. You know, because um, that's asking a lot. Um, so somebody just doing that, and that's it. I would still respect it because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, that's still hurting the owner's pockets, mm-hmm. and you know, just people that profit off of them it's hurting their pockets so you know i don't everybody doesn't need to be a damn revolutionary well um, so i sent you that post earlier this week and it was somebody and i don't know if these numbers is right but it was somebody breaking down you know how many players play in the nba uh what the the average salary is in the nba and if you were to take one percent of your salary in the nba and Mm -hmm. invest it it would only need 200 players to buy up property and land in these communities their hometown communities a lot of these players come from communities that can need that need the help mm-hmm. and in 15 20 years you you that group of players that participated 200 players or whatever um will have land and would have fixed a lot of the neighborhoods they came out of which all sounds good in an instagram post i don't know if the <laughs> i don't know if the numbers actually <laughs> right. work out yeah, I don't but know. uh I mean, I understand that. I think that would be a great idea. I think that's ultimately what we kind of have to do uh, in order because we we just can't wait any longer for somebody else to come to their senses and have a come to Jesus moment and say, hey, this is wrong. Let me help. Like we we can't have that anymore. But in the same token, it's just like we all still have to work together. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like, we live here. We live amongst other people. Mm. Um, So no matter how much we want to go and do our own thing, which is all in great, we still have to be able to, you know what I'm saying? Work together mm-hmm. with uh, white people. Um, work with anybody. Because. Anybody. I mean, the black well, anybody, camp- but at the end of the day, white people control everything yeah. in this fucking country. So that's you why know what I'm saying. I we want- like, we need to respect each other. Mm. Um, so you know because they're able to work with all these other damn races and you know let let them be you know what i'm saying mm. they they give loans whatever you know they they mind a business you know they work well and then they peace out mm. but now nah, fucking with us <laughs> that's why that's why like um i've that's one of the most interesting things about the black panther party that i learned and like doing a little bit of research is that they worked with anybody Mm-hmm. Any anything that was for the betterment of the people, they will mm-hmm. work with the KKK themselves. <laughs> if somehow it was going to benefit the people, mm-hmm. so it's not uh, it's not about uh, icing people out. It's about being selective and knowing exactly what you're getting into and knowing mm-hmm. exactly how it's going to benefit you in the end, regardless who's on the other side of that deal. Right. Right. So I thought that was kind of cool. Um, on the flip side. Draymond Green had voiced this uh, uh kind of opinion. He was kind of against the boycott. Mm-hmm. And he was saying, like, why why is it that basketball can wait? Like, where are all these other people outside of basketball that are going to put it up on the line? And to his point, it seems like the NBA is always on the forefront of these social issues. It's always like I mean, the NFL edge. was the one that started this. What is he talking about? What are you talking about? Started With what? Colin Kaepernick. That was Colin Kaepernick. It wasn't the NFL. No, but I'm just saying, like, but that still played into the NFL being in the forefront of, you know what I mean? Y'all talking about social justice, how fuck the NFL, blah, 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 blah. So I'm just saying it's not only basketball. What is he talking about? Well, I'm saying a league that is more considered just progressive 
I believe the NBA, in my opinion, I think the NBA is considered more progressive. No, that's fine and all. I was just saying to him, saying, you know, why is it only, and I'm just saying it's not only. But, well, okay. I think what he's saying is it's expected because our league is more progressive. It's expected for us to be the ones that boycott when this is in every facet of society and it shouldn't only be basketball the first to have to to sacrifice but also basketball is going on right now it's not like the nfl's i know this was before the before the (laughs) before they opened back up and played two days later okay uh yeah i think that was in on that why is it only us it's not i mean it isn't every facet it's not just the, the the sports factor i feel like it's it's everybody it is in every facet but I just think there's just been so much talk about it, and it's just so ridiculous, too, how they even had to start up the whole league in that fucking bubble. So that's why. And there's no other sport going on right now. So even if NFL season starts back up, if some shit happens like you this again, you know, people are going to, it's going to probably be the same thing, you know? Players are going to have to decide do they want to play or not tonight, mm-hmm. you know? And um, yeah, you reminded me, yo, Roger Goodell, yo. Every time a, a situation has happened after his whole Kaepernick fiasco, he comes back and says, we should have listened to Cap. <laughs> I don't want to hear it, bro. Right. Put your money where your mouth is, yo. I'm tired of hearing it. Oh, mm-hmm. we got the Cap situation wrong. Yeah, we were telling you that when it happened. Mm-hmm. Like, move on. Yeah, move on. Um, <laughs> what else we got? Yeah, I, I apologize ahead of time. This this uh, episode is not going to be the cheery, uh, happy one that we always. I know that's why I didn't even want to like talk about that stuff. Yeah. I was like, damn, like that's what we were trying to figure out, like what happened this week, and it's like just sad stuff. So we were trying to like just talk about that stuff all very quickly, mm. you know, because it needs to be talked about. But yeah, we're forty minutes in, so <laughs> yeah, obviously we had something to say about it, right? Oh gosh. Uh, do you want to get into Akon? Fuck that nigga. It's like, nah. <laughs> he does a lot of good. He does do he a does. lot of good. He, he does. does do a lot of good, he but he just should just shut up. And- yeah. Uh, it was a quick story. I think it happened like maybe two weeks ago, last week. And he was, uh, he was speaking on slavery and he says uh, African-Americans need to let it go. Like, who are you? Who are you? Akon. Who are you to tell us that? Like, are you fucking serious? How about you mind your business? Okay. All right. <laughs> You know my response to a lot of this shit is, yo, whenever a celebrity or somebody with, like, notoriety uh, says something that I might not agree with or rubs me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Are you on them flight logs? <laughs> is your name on the flight log? That's all I want to know. And if you don't know what the flight log is, the Epstein flight log. Hey, were, were you on the plane? Were you at the island? Right. <laughs> That's my new tell question. tell us to get over it. Okay, oh. yeah, we, yeah, we could totally get over it if we weren't still going through it basically mm. in modern day so fuck yeah you. yeah we'll, fuck we'll, you, we'll keep it moving he, right. he is powering cities <laughs> not over here yeah not over so here. fuck you akon holding these people down. shut up <laughs> shit you doing shit for our people but want to tell us what the fuck to do shut the hell up you don't know nothing about this over here all right okay came over here made your money and dipped fuck you continue next topic next topic uh, speaking of Epstein Island, um, this is a story that came out this week, and I feel like nobody's talking about it as much as it should be. I mean, um, luckily it got posted online. We wouldn't have known on yeah, social media. Facts. So, 
Yo, nearly 40 missing children rescued in Georgia sex trafficking bust. Uh, and it was 40 missing or endangered children have been rescued by federal and state agents in Georgia. According to authorities, 13 missing children were found and an additional 26 endangered children. What does that mean? What? Endangered children. And the difference between missing and endangered? Yeah. I guess maybe some weren't reported missing. I don't freaking know, man. Yeah, who knows? It's all nasty. Um, yeah. Nine people were arrested on charges, including sex trafficking, parental kidnap, parental kidnapping. Is that when like one parent takes the kid? I guess so. Yeah. Um, that's what I'm saying. Like maybe that's what it means. Endangered. Like it wasn't technically a missing because it's like a family member or maybe somebody was mm-hmm. in on it, which is freaking sick. Yeah. Uh, parental kidnapping. And custodial interference as well as registered sex offender and weapons violations. Mm. Um, yeah, I feel like there's a slow leak going on with all this uh, pedophilia stuff. And the amount of kids that are missing every year, mm-hmm. that doesn't get talked about enough or it hasn't been in the past. And now mm-hmm. you're slowly like, like the blinds is opening up. You're hearing like different stories and things like that. I came across a video and it was a woman saying that they put in tracking devices in girls training bras mm-hmm. at the store. From Pink. Pink. From yeah, Pink. Victoria's Secret Pink. I mean, I heard that they're um, going bankrupt though. <laughs> Close it down. But yeah. Um, yeah, she like cut open this tag that was in the back of the bra and it was like a little, like a damn tracking device. Yeah, it looked like, Look like because you could say that it's like a metal sensor to detect. You know what I mean? If you're like stealing it, but it that's what I thought it was. If you bought it and purchased it, like don't they would usually remove that stuff? I know, but it was like sewn into the tag, so I know that's what I thought back mm-hmm. in the day. Like maybe it was just a thing, you know, and they kind of de- you know they demagnetize it or whatever before you check out. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. So you were saying you were saying like you've bought stuff from there and like you and I've like noticed that it had was... that big hard tag, yeah. Like, but I just I just thought, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Oh, maybe it's just a sensor thing to you know what I'm saying to track if you like walk out the door without paying or whatever. That's what I. Th- thought mm-hmm. but luckily i haven't, i didn't really buy nothing from there i think i bought a, one bra from there and it was like trash so i never really wore it but yeah. um so yeah. yeah in my documentary binging on jeffrey epstein i always want to i don't know i love documentaries it turns out that lex westner like the super billionaire who owns victoria's secret who owns the store pink mm-hmm. um his finances were managed by Jeffrey Epstein. Mm. And a lot of people say that that's, uh, that's how he got his money. So mm-hmm. imagine, I mean, this, I don't know how far out it is. You know, we could be going down conspiracy theory, but imagine those are our actual tracking devices. And that was how they locate these girls. That is the nastiest thing in yeah. the world, bro. Mm-hmm. You stick it in a training bra. That's like one thing every girl's guaranteed to have at some point. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, like grown women aren't shopping at Pink. You know, it's mostly high school, middle school, high school age, maybe college, maybe college. Mm-hmm. But that's like, because you know what I'm saying? Like, they don't make stuff for grown women. You could wear it, of course, but it's not, that's not their demographic. Yeah, so that is, it's very sick. It's a nasty little connection. It is. I was able to put together there. Good job, <laughs> Thank you. I'm on Good it. Good job I'm making those nasty connections. I'm on it. Hey, I'm trying to save the children, man. <laughs> Right. Fuck with them kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm over here, y'all. I'm a detective. <laughs> I'm on the case. 
on the key. Um, is there anything else? Uh, We're no. ending with that. Oh shit! High note. Oh, <laughs> uh, what's it called? Um, Brandy and um. Oh, Brandy. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you want me to talk about? Huh? <laughs> Who you got? I don't know. Who, who do I you just, have in the battle versus battle? <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I wasn't. I wasn't expecting that to be the high note. Damn. Um, I got Monica. I got Monica, got Monica. on the versus Brandy versus Monica. Yeah, I got Monica. I who feel like. Got? I don't know. I feel like I, I. I actually enjoy like four of their songs a piece. Like I don't. Know I just how say they like get overall. All right, let's not judge per song. Let's just judge overall character, tone of voice. Um, you know, like style of voice. Ooh, who do you prefer? Uh, fuck, that's so hard. All right, um, you guys. That's not me. hard for me. I know, I know, it's not hard for you. You already said who you were going with. Yeah, I think Brandy can really sing. You don't think Monica can really sing? I think she can, but I think Brandy might. Monica blows the fuck down. Brandy got too much rasp. See, I like. I'm, I'm a fan of rasp, I but like I'm just rasp. saying, like, but tone and clarity monica got it well we're talking different styles i don't care about your opinion all right so why'd you ask me because <laughs> i was waiting to see you, you agree with me and since you don't i know yeah fuck you i don't care anymore <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad that we could be honest our friendship has developed oh yeah of course. over these these past 15 years uh, it's been 15 yes sir but is it 15 mm-hmm. yeah i met you in 2005 Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. It's gonna be fifteen in October of this year. Nice. Uh huh. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> I know, like right? Thing, right? Shit. <laughs> Shit. Um. <laughs> damn. Maybe that will be when the hundredth episode drops. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we coming up on a hundred. Yeah, a lot of milestones coming up. Oh, I mean, here's another. If we want to get into gossipy bag, what, what did uh? Well. uh Tony Braxton just say she just said something. Shut up. <laughs> she talking about she felt like she should have been a hoe in her younger years, and she said she, she you know she didn't get her whole her whole uh phase out the way. And then Lil Duval commented saying, "No, like it's perfect to be a hoe when you in your fifties. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey yo, like, we need to protect Lil Duval. Yo, he a funny dude. He fucking ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, I feel like that's your second hoe phase. Like, girl, your kids is grown." That's what he was saying. You don't got to worry about, like, really getting pregnant and stuff. So, like, girl, be quiet. Be quiet, Tony. Just be saying shit just to say. You want some damn attention. Girl, hush. Ain't nobody right. asked. She said, she said, Monica and Brandy's shit's coming up soon. I got to get in the spot. I got to steal some of this shot real quick. I guess. She need to do a versus. That would be good. I want to see her versus. I'm waiting for her doing? and I'm waiting for Mary J. Blige. I love me some Mary. Not if they playing that one song. <laughs> I don't want to hit. I don't want to hit. <laughs> That's your jam. Nah, that is Just not my jam. <laughs> you want to know? I've I've isolated why I don't like that song. I've isolated what? the reason why. Because I used to work in Models, and that was on the playlist. Is that song I worse than list- the damn Hateration song to you? They both was trash. Yeah, but which one's worse to you? Just fine. Really? Yeah. That bridge is so nice, though. I love that bridge on What's that the song. What's the bridge? Say the bridge again. I ain't gonna let nothing get in <laughs> my way. Yeah. Oh. 
nope, nope, doesn't do it for me. Doesn't do it for me. <laughs> it's not the best, but I like it. I don't like the the fine part. I know, I know. It's very annoying. Nah. It's very annoying. I know. And it's too happy. <laughs> I need some depression in my music. Most of her I don't want you like feeling that. bad. Don't feel good about yourself. You're not just fine. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that song? She said it's your child. And it really messed me up. <laughs> so, How could you deny your own flesh and blood? You remember that song? No. Gotta face reality. There can never be any more. You remember that? No. For real? Like, no. you don't see. No, Come I on don't. Come with remember. the old Mary. No, she I like know, old like, Mary. Old Mary. You know you don't apparently yes, because do. you don't, don't know, know no fucking song. songs. I know, Damn. I don't know one song. And That's I the joint when no you know she was with the dude and he had a baby on her. Damn. And she said, girlfriend. What? She wasn't disrespectful. In fact, she's 100% sure. What am I playing this? Wait, <laughs> <laughs> what am I playing that song? <laughs> Never. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, we wrap it up, man. Hey, I, I want y'all to enjoy your week to the best as possible. Check up on your so friends. Make sure they're good. Make sure they see what I see. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, check up, check up on your peoples. Um, make sure everybody's good. We love y'all. We appreciate the support. Thank you for listening to another episode of BZ Podcast. If you haven't, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify soundcloud wherever you find this podcast please uh subscribe and share this shit <laughs> god damn it right uh we out of you got anything to say nope bye peace full money slow money go money show money till it's no money full money Slow money, go money, show money till it's no money. On it was a dollar in the grip. Every on the hip, comments I can play. Family hustler, real nigga, motherfucker, never lack. Keep the wallet that's strapped in rubber. Dirty slack, but can never pass for no sucker. Hood attached, that's exactly what I discovered. Straight beginning and gifted suburban image. We call it privilege, but we vented over color tennis. No regard for administration or classic tennis. And when attending attention turned towards lunching women or hooping scrimmage, I loop to shoot them right into percentage of niggas in remembrance of boggle behind a sentence. A second census, consecutive blunts and rotations. So we didn't sense it. New toy in the trunk, and he's searching for a chance to pinch it. See, scamming wasn't ever in his interest, but major league gymnasiums would never meet the lens. It's only forensics. The role models ignorant, lived up the pigment. One cloudy day where things got all too realistic. A simple snag and grab about to make a name now. A quick come up ain't nothing that he feel ashamed about. A slight finesse is not a reason to complain how he posed to get it when he living in the same house. He grew up in, so it ain't nothing but a dang douse. Ran through his head with less the bread about the same amount. He pull up, man, hop out. Uh, knew what was up, shots rang out. Uh, Full money, slow money, go money. Show money till it's no money. Heavy on the hip, comments I can look. Full money, slow money, go money. Show money till it's no money. It was a dollar in the grip. Heavy on the hip, comments I can look. All I ever wanted was a dollar in the grip. Comments I can look.